Let's do it. Push the button. Welcome back to another episode of the Stump Podcast. I'm Spencer. I'm Matt. And I'm Logan. Gentlemen, I got to say something to begin the, begin the show. Crying. I'm not apologizing. Okay, good. But I, you know what? I am apologizing oh, to myself because it is so cold in this household. Freaking Logan's got the temperature sent to Arctic temperatures. Do you do you pay Logan's heat bill? I do not. Okay, I need you to see. I need to see you to get uh, oh, more points goodness. and start bringing some of the money in before you can start to hate on his heat. I'm bill. gonna go get a snuggie or something. To I've never seen someone cry over 67 degrees so much. <laughs> this is not a cold household. I'm in shorts and a t-shirt and sweating. <laughs> I'm in shorts and. Uh, <laughs> a I actually woke warm. up this morning. I woke up, went downstairs, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, my house is so cold." It was 67 too. I'm a weenie, apparently. Well, yes. Yeah, okay. Anyway, wow. we have a guest with us today. He hails do from we? Dalton, Ohio. We do. Oh, Dalton. You mean My Dalton? hometown, Dalton, Dalton Ohio. Dalton. The Dalton Bulldogs. He is a doctor. Ooh. Yeah. Should change my theme. I know. He's a doctor. He played baseball with me in high school. We were friends, friends since high school. He was my left fielder. Now we work together. Cody, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Uh, I don't know that doctor is the right word for me, but uh, I do appreciate the nice introduction. Huzzah. Congrats, Doc. Yay. I'm surprised at how many friends Logan has since high school, like that are still friends. Like, I'm surprised how many friends he has, period. Oh, gosh. Wow. I mean, Matt. That says something about me and you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you're still here, so. Well, Matt and I here are more for business um, than anything else. We're running a pretty poor business right now. <laughs> you keep asking me to be a guest on this thing, so. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Okay, yeah. gentlemen. Matt, I think you want to you want to give some updates on scores. Give us a little yeah, score man. update. Um, end of episode ten as we walk into episode eleven at this exact moment. Um, end of episode ten scores were Logan twenty five. Boo. Good, good, good. Spencer twenty one. Yay. Our guest Cody are coming in at twenty points. Nice. They can they can do a lot. They're in they striking got some distance. damage. They're yeah. in striking. Yeah. I hear that gets a triple punishment if, if we can pull it off. That so. is true. That puts and, us uh, in a bad place. A very low, low Before place. I go to my score, all I'm going to say is, uh, as I was referencing Cody, I was like, did I say his name wrong? Like someone did moons ago. I still stand by that name. <laughs> he is Zach. He called one of our guests Zach. His name was not, yeah, his name was not Zach. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my score is 18. After a hot streak. Very hot. I'm hoping to keep it, but I am not confident at all. You, you are back in this, though. Yeah. Your last few episodes yeah, have really well, brought you I might you be up. coming right back out of this with <laughs> these stories. We got any themes today? Gentlemen, I'll start us off. Okay. You know I'm a theme man. Always have, always yeah. have been, always will be You theme literally man. weren't last episode. Go ahead. Well, I am today, and that's all that matters. And like the story of our podcast, I am crawling. I am fighting. To not lose. Therefore, my stories are survival related. Okay. Cody, do you have a theme? At least it's not real. I do. <laughs> my, my theme is internet trends before they were cool. I love it already. This oh, is not going to be a strong suit for me. I'm going to... Matt, you're going to be great at that. Let's wait to you're see gonna, what your stories are. You're going to be great sure. at that. <laughs> we'll see. Matt? The king of TikTok. Um, I do... <laughs> I send videos to my sister and, uh, and friend. Uh, I do not have a theme. I've got two true stories and one false. Hopefully. And uh, the confidence level of these stories is about a four out of ten. Oh. Mm. I would take those odds. A four is still not a three. D's get oh, degrees. Well, uh, you can count, so that's yeah. good. Logan? I, I have a theme. My theme is, theme is under the sea. Under the, the sea. sea. Yes, yes. Like duh, the A? Yes, or that, the, just, that is how I typed it. Under the sea. Under the sea. Little Mermaid style. Okay. Little Mermaid. You know, fun fact about me. Oh. Little Mermaid was my very first Disney crush. That was a weird one. Yep. And you said All that on right, air? right. Moving you, on. Said, you said that on air? I said that on air. <laughs> <laughs> you know this is out there forever now, right? <laughs> well, it's A. I don't mind. It is one of those. Man, if Disney needs a uh, background uh, dancer for the upcoming movie that they made. No, uh, I'm a married man now. I only got my eyes on one woman. So 
That doesn't mean you can't be a background dancer. (laughs) (laughs) Sebastian needs some friends. (laughs) Okay. I think, per the usual, the guests have to start. Absolutely. And he's coming with us with stories, so apply to him. That's awesome. Man, it's almost Uh, like we rehearsed that. Yeah. Doc, you're up. All right. So, the title of the first one, Cinnamon is the Winner Man. Anybody remember those Applejack commercials? Yes. I love them. <laughs> it's like my favorite cereal. And that cereal was like top five. Amazing. That was such a good cereal. Oh, it was. Top five cereal to this day. What a yes. title. And then we got Planking in Superman's Dressing Room. I do not remember that. And Flash Mob Sans Music. I don't remember that either. <laughs> well, those weren't commercials. Those ones were I just think we know which one needs to go first. Applejack. <laughs> Applejack. Not sponsored. Yeah, no, Applejacks. I wish it was sponsored. All right, let's go with Cinnamon is the Winter Men. All right, it's the middle of the 10th century. The Dark Ages are coming to an end in Europe. China will soon be reunited by the Song (laughs) Dynasty, but not before a disease runs rampant through Min, part of the Chinese five dynasties and ten kingdoms. The symptoms of this disease come on quick and include hot flashes, headache, sweating, and thirst. A vast majority of sufferers died within hours, with survivors seeing the disappearance of symptoms within about one day. The disease largely affected the laborers of the kingdom, essentially the working class. This fact, in combination with the symptoms, led to the blame being placed on sweating. As a result, the men put less effort into their work, with several refusing to participate at all. Zhu Wenjin, who recently claimed the throne of Min, was enraged by the reduced production but feared a revolution as a new leader of a kingdom already in a state of unrest. He ultimately gave in to the demands to work for one day to prove that sweating was nothing to fear. However, with no known cause of the disease, he himself was scared. He decided that he would rub the parts of his body that would be covered by clothes and not visible to the others with a substance similar to modern-day paprika in hopes that it would dry up his sweat. Spicy. Unfortunately, his version of the cinnamon challenge ended no better than the modern-day version, as he died later that evening of the sweating sickness. Scientists believe that a virus spread by bugs, primarily mosquitoes, was to blame. Bugs naturally appeal to the sweet taste of sweat and the dried peppers used in paprika. This is a natural case of correlation does not equal causation. I was greatly deceived on the title there. I thought I, for sure we were talking about Apple Jacks. And, and here I'm thinking, how many wars could we have solved if Apple Jacks were around in the 10th century? Like, yeah, it started off strong with the 10th century. And I was like, wait a minute. Oh, oh man. Okay, I have that's... no read on that story. I need to hear the others to know. I I have a great guess about that. You're yeah. saying it's true, aren't you already? Ming? Yeah. Are you a Ming Dynasty yeah. guy? I don't believe like, it. The names. No? The, name, the names news. rhymed in that one sentence, therefore Ming. not true. Ming. Mm, I don't know. You've never heard of the Ming Dynasty? <laughs> oh, I've heard of it, but cover up. <laughs> there wasn't even Ming in the story. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. His name was Zhu Wenjin, and it was the throne of Min. Yeah. Oh, wow. Min. Min. <laughs> you have changed. He, nothing is true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Okay. You Let's just reassigned the entire story to like centuries later. <laughs> All right, do we want planking in Superman's dressing room or flash mob sans music? Well, flash mobs. Really? People yeah. say I look like Superman. So no, they don't. Oh, okay. Flash mobs. <laughs> I thought that when I met you here earlier. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Don't. Don't give in to his ego. <laughs> yeah. All right. Jokes. It, it's the late 1510s, modern-day France. 1510s. The bubonic plague and Hundred Years' War are in the rear view, and the Renaissance is in the headlights. A woman by the name of Fro Trofea began dancing fervently in the street and triggered an outbreak of what is known as the Dancing Plague of 1518. This Korea mania lasted for months. There were hundreds of people participating, dancing for hours and even days at a time. I would think that duration of nonstop dancing set a flash mob record that would never be broken. Records indicate numerous deaths resulted, with the leading cause believed to be heart attacks. The crazed dancers were enough to draw the attention of the magistrate and bishop, as well as numerous doctors that hospitalized dozens of the dancers. Theories of the cause include stress-induced hysteria and other psychological illnesses, demonic possession, some form of neurological disease such as Guillain-Barre syndrome, and food poisoning. Could you use headlights in it? A little early for those. 15th century headlights? Headlights. He said, no, no. It was a metaphor. I get it, but... <laughs> I'm going to say... 
you say medical terms like you did go to medical school, and it really does throw me. <laughs> you just say words that I can't even like read, and you say them so effortlessly. Oh, you'll notice here soon. Okay. All right. Let's hear the su- third. Give me the Spencer Superman. Yeah. All right. It's the yeah. early 1950s. The World War II boom is underway, but the fear of the Cold War is looming. People everywhere were trying to see just how many people they could cram into tight spaces. Fallout shelters, you ask? No. Phone booths. The fad was named phone booth stuffing, and it involved piling into a phone booth until it could not accommodate another person, or they ran out of willing participants. Strategies varied from standing, piling up in prone, or planking, if you will, and random positioning. The trend spread from the U.S. to England, Canada, and other parts of the world. It culminated in 1959 with the world record of 25 students at a YMCA in South Africa piling into one standard upright phone booth. The phone rang, but no one could move to answer. The trend naturally ended with the declining number of phone booths over the next decade. Did you say 25 people in a phone booth? That's what I heard. I think I I know the answer. That's an insane amount of people that was just... <laughs> we got six people in a porta potty one time, and that was unbelievably tight. Okay. So in a porta potty? <laughs> Please tell that's me that's a whole you. another level of gross. <laughs> Were you both involved in this? I was not. Like, no. I am sitting too close to you right now, yeah. knowing that. <laughs> okay. We did, and, and Cody can testify to this, we had like a senior uh, fun day at Dalton. Um, he was and that's what you guys did? So you had to do a scavenger hunt in the town. So you'd go like to local businesses and get them to like sing the alma mater yeah. and stuff. And one of the things was get everyone in your group in a porter potty and take a picture as proof. And there were six of us in our group. And there was a construction site up where they're building <laughs> the apartments that are now built across from the high school. So we ran up and found like the biggest porter potty they had and asked if we could all get into it and got some really weird looks. But we did it. Got six oh, people. Congrats. I don't know whether they're going to be like disgusted yeah. or I don't impressed. know if I should say no. congrats. To There's yeah. not much to do around here. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good time at Dalton. Okay, Dalton, what are we thinking? I actually uh, think I know the answer. I want to hear your thoughts. What's your thoughts? I'm not saying that because I think I actually know the What's answer. What's your thoughts? Then lock in. No, I want to go last. No, lock in. No, because I'm not going to say you know the I know answer. the answer. You're, you're the bold one. Here, lock in. Taking the easy I could be so wrong. Bold in. But I could be have bold. sworn I've heard two of those stories before. Be bold, lock in. And I don't know where, and it could be a lie, but... Bold, lock in. Come on, be I'm bold. Not, no. Matt, what are you thinking? I think Spencer's full of it. Yeah, last time he said he knew I, it, he was completely guessing and just didn't want to talk. Yeah, he just didn't want to talk because he didn't really know. So he wanted to hear what we had to say because we are the intellectual ones in the group. You're the intellectual <laughs> ones? Okay, what's the thoughts? Um... I'm concerned that like small details have been changed. There's a lot of details in both of those, specifically places. And like every story, if I'm not mistaken, like especially the first one with I, I have no clue with <laughs> Paprika, men. Like okay, <laughs> with men. With men. <laughs> uh, the last one had a few different story or a few different locations. The second one, I don't know. Second one seems like it's something that would happen. I will tell you that it was not just like small detail changes. It's yeah, a completely bogus story. Yeah, good, to know. Yeah. good to know. I'm going to go, I'm going to lock in You're the first one. Locking it in. Locking That's that's the uh, the 10th century one? Yeah. The I'm going to lock that one, one in. Paprika. And if, I don't remember when the Black Plague was around. Was it the 15? Was it before? It's Min. Uh, Min's the issue. It's Ming. It. <laughs> it's the issue. <laughs> I'm done with you. Logan, what are you thinking? First off, good job. Yeah, great stories. Three very good stories. Great stories. I'm torn here because as I listen to them and I think about the trends and insanity of humanity, they're all realistic. Yeah. I was leaning towards one Matt wants to go to. The question is, do I really want to double down this early (laughs) with Matt? (laughs) Or do I want to go for extra separation? The phone booth alone, I just can't believe 25 people in a phone booth. That's just... Yeah. That's unbelievably high to me. Like, the square footage doesn't add up. That's a that's a one-person booth. Oh, they used to have spacious two-people booths. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be 25-person booths. <laughs> but how someone does that, unless you're talking, like, infants, I they don't... said the average height was between, like, 5'2 and 5'10, mm-hmm. but something yeah. like that. That's tough still. So Spencer... I'm between yeah. the first and last because <laughs> okay. the middle one, I don't know. There was a lot of medical terms in there that I don't understand and I believe it. That's the concern it sound, having a doctor. It sounds the craziest <laughs> to me. Like you dancing people to death with heart attacks sounds too crazy to make up. Why would you ever think of that? However, thinking about shoving people in a phone booth and thinking about 
rubbing paprika on yourself to try to yeah th- that's that's the kind of stuff you make up. the thing i love so about the dancing one was like third. some also die of food poisoning I'm like oh just yeah. <laughs> random like so what are you rolling with what? what are you rolling with are you doubling down are you double separating? down separate Double down. I'll double down. Separate. Let's Separate. Do yeah, I'm a double. Separate. No, I'm doubling with Matt. Okay, that's that's how you play with a lead. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Dang it. Give me the first <laughs> that's one. That's true. I'm also jumping on one, and here's the reason why. Okay. I swear, Matt told me a story about dancing to death. And no, that's just most weddings I go to. Like some drug. I swear, I could be so wrong. For some reason, the caucuses in my brain. I've heard that story. Don't know where. The phone booth. Again. Don't know why I believe that to be true. I think it's somewhere in my brain I've seen it. I could be completely wrong, but the first one, never heard of. I, uh, so I I'm, dance a I'm, lot at weddings, so I yeah. often use the phrase, I've danced to death Spencer during a wedding. Spencer, I'm walking in one. At your wedding, it was so hot. It was unbelievably hot. You don't have to tell me you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> okay, I'm walking in one, too, only because for some odd reason, I feel like I've heard the other two. I just don't know where. Lock in one. All right. All right. Break our hearts. Destroy so, us. Flash mob was true. Okay. So they, yeah. there were multiple instances of this happening in history. This one was kind of the biggest, most well-documented one. Um, they don't know what caused it. There's a lot of indiscrepancies on how many people were involved, how many people died, but um, that one happened. Okay. That was the one I was most confident on. Same. I was between one and three. Yeah. And you guys got it. It was a yes. clean sweep. After after he said that there was uh, no small details, I was like, all right, he's not going to be like 20 people or 25. I was like, here we go. <laughs> I That phone booth blows my mind. Yeah. 25 people. Was there a picture? Did they give you a dimensions at the phone booth? No, it's a normal phone booth, They just right? said standard one person yeah. upright what? phone booth. I read that somewhere or saw it. I know it's in my brain somewhere. A standard. But when you said I was like, I've heard that before. I just don't know where. I'm not sure what their definition of in the phone booth was because they did say at least there's a substantial portion of their bodies yeah. were in the phone okay. booth so like 50 kind of percent and maybe their arms and legs it's not like a roller coaster ride we've got to have everything yeah. in the vehicle at all times no. but yeah. still i think you can cut the arms and legs off of 25 people and not fit them in there i mean that's tight i did see a picture oh, of like 12 tight. and i thought that was like yeah pushing it i yeah. don't know how they got double that but no great stories though yeah great well stories done. that was well done that was good we Thank should try you. that sometime yeah. Um, we should test these stories. <laughs> yeah. All right, see if we can't put twenty five. See if we can get twenty five people. New idea for the loser: you find twenty four friends and you get a, <laughs> and you get them in that phone booth. <laughs> you have to break that phone booth down if it's what it takes. As for okay. the uh, the lie, the sweat, the, there was a sweating disease with those symptoms, but the made up part about the the rubbing. So you wrote that on himself. The pep- that's well done. That was <laughs> well good. Done. That was very believable. Yeah. Also, like, what you started, and I was like, if these were all like this, I will literally just be shooting in the dark. <laughs> I have no idea. I was like, how do you like? How do you pick that sauce? Like, what what spice do you like? You're sitting there, like, all right, that just sounds unpleasant. That's sp- like that's spicy. spicy. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like rub it on. <laughs> Mis- mistakes oh, were intense. made. Well done. Okay. All right. All right. I'm who do go. you? No. Fine. Cody picks. Cody, Cody picks. Cody picks. Don't right. let him go. Let him go. Yeah, I don't want to. One now. of the other. Two. I don't want to go now. All right, I don't have go to put ahead. too much pressure on you. <laughs> go ahead, Logan. Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, great. I know. I got to read. Whenever he takes it off, it's like a reading. Oh, like a they're long. Might as well get... Buckle up. Oh, this is how he's winning. He like... All right. We, we, we get bored space. halfway through. <laughs> Do you guys want Fish Our Friends, Yep. Not Food, Poseidon's Kiss, or Big Meaty Claws? <laughs> Red and Mr. Cow's uh, a little lonely, so let's go Big Meaty Claws. <laughs> Yes, it's a SpongeBob reference for those of you who don't watch. Uh, All right. I know. 1968, USSR's K-129 submarine sank while navigating somewhere northwest of Hawaii. Along with the military personnel on board, the sub took down a treasure trove of Soviet intelligence to the bottom of the ocean. The U.S. found out about the sinking and by August had pinpointed the exact coordinates that the submarine sat deep in the Pacific Ocean. If they could recover this submarine, it would lead to a gold mine of intelligence they wouldn't be able to get anywhere else. It was no easy task, however. The submarine was 132 feet long, weighed 1,750 tons, and sat 16,500 feet below the surface of the ocean. To make it even tougher, the entire mission had to go off without alerting the USSR. So to make it all happen, President Nixon assigned the CIA, not the Navy, 
to the operation. The CIA partnered with billionaire and engineer Howard Hughes to design a mechanical claw capable of scraping the ocean's floor. They also built a drill ship, but designed it to look like an oil rig. The rig had an underwater docking station to hold the captured submarine without alerting any passing ships or aircrafts of their discovery should they be able to successfully pull off the mission. Hmm. The entire claw had to be installed underwater with the use of dive teams, and by July 1974, it was ready to go. So it successfully deployed its claw and brought up the submarine, but halfway up, part of the submarine broke off and sank to the ocean floor again. The remainder was successfully salvaged, and before they could return to get the second piece, the LA Times and New York Times published an article detailing the mission. Knowing the Soviets were fully aware and not wanting to risk further escalation, they scrapped the second mission. What was recovered by the U.S., um, we don't fully know, but it's certainly one of the greatest salvage missions to be successfully run during that era. Here's my issue with this. Yeah. Sounds like the Black Panther. You know, when they're like underwater. The new one? Yeah. And they have that claw and they're grabbing the stuff underwater. Do you know what I'm talking about? Has I haven't everyone seen, seen the new one yet. I haven't seen I, it. I would need to. I just haven't seen it yet. Like I, That's what it sounds like to me. Interesting. It sounds like a normal rescue mission to me. Yeah. He copied it. <laughs> Marvel, come get your infringement rights. Yeah, come. No, please. Ban me, please. Yeah, please take the only thing we own, which are mics and uh, <laughs> <laughs> stands. <laughs> okay, Logan, what's the next one? All right. You want Poseidon's Kiss or Fish Are Friends, Not Food? I like Poseidon. Okay. In 2013. Oh, I thought you were going to proceed to read Fisher. I shut up. You're right. Harrison O'Keen was a chef on a tugboat off the coast of Nigeria. One morning, around 5 a.m., he went to the bathroom and he noticed the ship started to go down. A large wave had just hit his ship and it rapidly sank to the bottom of the ocean. O'Keen tried to make it to the emergency hatch, but was too late. He ended up in the bathroom that was slowly filling with water. The ship flipped and sank over 100 feet to the bottom of the ocean, leaving O'Keen in a four-square-foot air bubble in which he could still breathe. There was no light, and with the ship being upside down, O'Keen had to hold onto the upside-down sink above his head to stay to keep his head above the freezing water. After a day in those conditions, O'Keen realized he needed to get his body out of the water, so he left his hatch and would go out to try to find floating items nearby. He used them to help keep his body out of the water as much as possible. After 60 hours, he saw a light. Scuba divers on a recovery mission to get bodies from the boat had just entered and found him. O'Keen's body was so full of toxic gases that they had to bring that bringing him straight up would kill him. So they had to put him in dive gear and slowly bring him up before putting him in a decompression chamber for two days. One scuba pro said for someone to dive that deep for 20 minutes is considered a long time. For him to have been under the water in that flooded room is simply a miracle. O'Keen swore never to return to the ocean, but decided to overcome his fear and become a certified diver. <laughs> the diver who rescued him presented him his certificate in 2015. How long was he under there for? 60 hours in a four square foot bubble of air. In the ocean. 100 feet under down. the ocean. Under the ocean. Okay. Yep. Well, I guess technically in the ocean. That was Poseidon's kiss? Yeah. Okay. Wait, that was Poseidon's kiss? Yeah. He blew an air pocket. Yeah, that's what I was Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Well, and he was going to the bathroom. When he tipped Supposedly going to the bathroom. Well, he was stuck in a bathroom. Mm. Mm. I did mishear the first part of that story. He said he went into the bathroom and noticed his ship was sinking. I did <laughs> yeah. not hear ship. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> okay, what's the third one? <laughs> you fall asleep. Just yeah. <laughs> in the 1990s, in Card Sound, Florida, lived a girl by the name of Skylar Thomas Cook. Thompson Cook, sorry. Every night at sunset, she would go down to the end of the pier at Card Sound and feed the fish. In addition to the fish, there was always one dolphin. The dolphin was unique because its left flipper had been badly wounded, so it struggled to swim well. Year after year, she would go down and feed the fish and dolphin, who was always waiting at sunset every single day. In 2003, Skylar noticed that the dolphin, which her dad had started calling Lefty as a joke, but the name had stuck, was no longer there. After a couple of weeks, she just assumed that Lefty had died. Then one day, she saw a news story about a dolphin that had been rescued out of Card Sound that had a wounded flipper. The dolphin, she read, was going to be the first dolphin ever to receive a prosthetic flipper at Clearwater Marine Aquarium in Clearwater, Florida. She began calling the aquarium daily to check in on the procedure, and while the procedure had gone smoothly, Lefty had yet to take to the new prosthetic and was barely eating or swimming post-operation. 
After a couple weeks of similar updates, Skylar began convinced that she needed to visit the dolphin and see what was up. So she drove to the aquarium where the staff let her walk along the edge of the dolphin's recovery pool. Upon seeing Skylar, Lefty instantly responded positively, and when she was the one to throw him food, he began eating full servings. Over the next several years, Skylar continued to go to the rehab center day after day to check in on Lefty. Their relationship became a point of focus for the marine biologist community within Florida and even got national attention when her and Lefty got an hour special on an animal planet and an article in National Geographic. Lefty passed away in 2008, but much of what we know about the emotional state of dolphins and their ability to interpret information comes from this remarkable relationship. What was the date again? The, the date. Started feeding him in the 90s. Didn't give specific. 2003 was when he was officially prosthetic. So you're telling me a girl walked down to the end of the pier every day at sunset to D- feed a dolphin. Yeah. It happens all the time in Hallmark movies. Yeah. I feel like exactly. there would have been a movie about this one if it was true. It's called Free Willy. That's, that's, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> okay, gentlemen. Just spins Free Willy a little bit. <laughs> Matt, what are you thinking? Um, ah, dude, I don't even know. Like, they're all, again, I could see the CIA doing that. Smart, make a oil drilling rig so no one can know. Um, I feel like I've heard something like that. So it's fairly easy to like, you know, there's a lot always, they're always trying to recover things from the bottom of the ocean. So I feel like I've heard something like that. The 60 hours under the water in an air pocket, like at what point do those gases like actually kill you? Yeah, 60 hours. It's a long time. It's a long time. How far down? Now. 100 feet. Oops. Let me uh, Please change camera Please silence your cellular <laughs> devices. I, at this moment, I don't know. You guys can continue talking. Do you have any thoughts? I just feel like I, that third one would have had a movie or there would be yeah. some kind of feel-good story that I would have seen yeah. had that actually happened. Yeah. Are you big into feel-good stories? Yeah, like Disney would have capitalized on that. I think so. <laughs> Okay. Then, Wait, I don't know. Okay. I have a hard time. I have a hard time with the guy in the capsized ship too for that long. Yeah. I think the most believable is the CIA submarine rescue thing, Therefore yeah, it's false. which makes that the one that I'm kind of leaning towards, yeah. ironically. But well, that's actually the rules. <laughs> I say Matt knows. So here is the dilemma. Go ahead, Spencer. Enlighten me again. I think I, I know the answer to this. But you do. I really do. And so I'm trying to debate, do I just say, guys, I'm fairly, fairly confident I know the answer and we all jump on it, or do I let them fend I'm for themselves? I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. If you say that, I'm probably still not going to go with you. <laughs> so, <laughs> boom, like, roasted. You, now, now, I will take it into consideration, but you coming out and just being like, I know the answer. I, here it is right here. here. Wait, I'm here's locking the dilemma. it in. I don't know if I. I, I don't know if I 100 percent know the answer. Yeah. I I have a very strong leaning towards What's your one. Thought? What's your thought? I hear. I don't know if I want to say it because I don't know if I want to like. Matt and I are close. We are very close. I don't want to lose. Yeah, you got to consider last place here. I do. Okay, but here's the dilemma because you know what? Just because I want to, I want to give it to Logan. Number two, one thousand percent true. Hundred percent. When I was looking up survival stories, that was on there. Which one was number two? The trapped in the bathroom. 1,000% oh, true. Wow. Yeah, for you. Keen, sorry. You did scare me when you said survival stories. Yeah. I'm like, he's definitely read this. It's 100% true. You. He went oh, to the bathroom. Only survivor. The submarine was actually an accident. They were d- they went down there just to look, and it, it's crazy, but that's 100% true. The third one is a movie. That is a movie. I was like, I'm, I thought I was confident that was it's a movie. It's a movie. I don't know which movie it is. That's my problem. That's, it's a plastic prosthetic. That's what I thought. I have the movie in my head. I watched it with my mom. But I don't know if she fed someone. So, therefore, I'm locking in number one. But only oh, because I know man. for a fact number two is true. And I am fairly confident number three is a movie. Now, if he just took a movie and it's an actual... F- Wait a second. Is that a true story, You already though? locked in one. Yeah, screw it. Whatever. One. That's a fair point. It's a true I think story. Logan's <laughs> above stealing a movie plotline and is using it as his lie. I locked in one, so oh. I'm out. I do love the credit you give me, but... I am, let's see here, if I lock in with Logan, if I lock in with Spencer the rest of the time, when you he lose. votes, I can still, I can still oh. pull ahead if I stump people. If you yeah. Yeah. 
But if I don't lock in with him and he gets a point and I don't. Wait, this becomes a lot deeper than just which mm. one do you think is false. Yeah, exactly. It becomes more of this about like which well, one want, I think is false. Do you want Cody to lock in first? What are you thinking, Cody? I'm torn. I do not watch a lot of movies. So me saying that I think there'd be a movie about it does not confirm that there's not actually a movie about it. And the fact that he says he's seen one now makes me think there was a movie. So I don't know. I've when I've listened, I feel like Logan's stories, his lies have not been as simplistic as number one though too. So that's kinda throwing throwing me a little bit. Yeah. I'm gonna lock in one. Two on one. Choo <laughs> Dang. Starting us off with two uh, two trains. Are you coming on? <laughs> Are you, Are you coming one? on? That's like in one. One, one, one. Okay, right. two's, a fra- two's a fact. Two's true. Yeah, I need that Phenomenal for story for the dude to make it 60 hours, pitch dark, in the cold, like 100 feet below water, four-foot air bubble. They said there's no reason he should have survived that, and yeah. that he made a four That just sounds recovery. terrifying. Yeah. When I read that, I almost put that on there, but I was like, no, they're going to know it. Because I thought th- I thought I read that in the news somewhere or something. The other yeah. thing is you keep... Your last wild story was the dude got blown up like nine times and skied 700 miles. So, like. <laughs> but I also had a guy that literally tried to, like, kill himself, revive himself for the yeah, name of science. Had a guy that who was ate a lie. A plane. Okay, look, yeah. either break your hearts or get a ton of points and pretty much secure your victory. <laughs> secure All right. the victory. All right. So it is a movie. Start. I know it's a movie. I don't know if it's a true movie, though. Here's what we're going to start. We're- I've never seen this movie. If it is a movie, I made that all up out of my head. That's that's a movie. I made up. Is it really? That's a I movie. made up the name. I made up the. I googled Florida coast and picked card sound out off my Google map. The dates were all made up. I don't know when the first prosthetic flipper was installed. Clearwater Marine Aquarium was the first aquarium I googled. All of that was made up. Ready for this? Let me. I'll pull the this first movie. one. USSR's K one twenty nine sub going down. That was true. That happened. They built a oil rig looking. They dropped a giant claw to the bottom. They pulled up the submarine underneath, harvested a lot of data. It was it was cool. I saw some pictures. It was a neat looking claw. Three points there. Yeah, I did. They they brought in a billionaire um, Howard Hughes to design it. It's called Dolphin Tail. What's all right? Yeah, it is. Let me see. Is it about a prosthetic? Yes, adult. It's about a prosthetic. Let me see if this thing Pull is this true. Up. I've never seen this in my life. I just okay. made that up because I'm like, I need an no, ocean again, story. Again, I don't know if Wasn't it's true. Wasn't something with their tail fin on that one? It might have been tail fin. I think I have fin. seen that one. Do we? Uh, mm, not a flipper. Uh, let me see here. <laughs> if you had said dolphin tail, then I think I would have yeah. gone away from your Sky- bandwagon. Skylar there. Thompson Cook was a made-up name. I just thought she needs two last names. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> prosthetic? Yeah, it's a prosthetic tail. Ah, what year? 2000 and there's a picture of it. No, no. What year's the prosthetic I'm, put on? I'm trying to find oh, it. Okay. This is fascinating. Apparently, I'd be a good movie writer. Winter is there. There's yeah, a movie ingrained in your head that you watched when you were sleepwalking. No, that's I've never I'm, seen that. When you were sleepwalking. Yeah, that's probably true. I, probably I don't know if it's true, out. though. It All looks right, like well, it's true. Dolphin well Tales true? If you, if you find out that there's too much detail that's close to it we Dolphin will have a tail is true in okay. 2006 clearwater marina aquarium that, <laughs> <laughs> that is three years apart a dolphin wrapped tightly so it, it yeah rescued it in the mosquito lagoon lagoon so transport it back to the facility I'll and be, put a, pros- a prosthetic on it so here's, morgan freeman here's, so at the end of the day you are technically allowed to manipulate it a yeah. little bit. I, the wild part to me is that wasn't manipulation. This was dumb chance. Yeah. Like, I've never That's seen why that you in check my your life. Stories. <laughs> I, I sat down and wrote this with no use of the internet, so I assumed it was just completely. Dang, he just pulled away. I should not yeah. have gone with Logan. I, when he was reading that story, I was like, are we so insane? Wait, this is a movie. Was there actually a girl that fed him before, went there? Oh, I have no idea. I've not. Because Skylar was the focus of this, this is story. A, let me let me see if her name's Skylar. If her name's alert. Skylar, we're gonna have serious issues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If her name's Skylar, I'll concede the points back. <laughs> I, we'll I, just, I doubt, it'll be a wash. It'll there's no be way it's a Skylar. Her story. And if they call it the dolphin lefty, dolphin tail cast. Let me yeah. see. Yeah. If her name's Skylar, have you seen this movie, Cody? I have. It's been a long time. Yeah. Sawyer is one of them. <laughs> oh, stop. That's not her name. <laughs> if uh, her name is Skylar, the points are washed. There, it does not appear to be a Skylar. Mm. Okay. Okay. So you got three points. 
But that is as close as it gets, though. Logan's at four points right now. Well, that was dumb luck. That is. Yeah. yeah okay. I lo- no, you're you're reading it. I'm like, this is a movie. A movie. I saw you smiling. I thought well, it was that's you why, like, it was I remembered something vaguely like that, and even you, Cody, brought it up, and it's like. I, I would I thought one was true 100 percent until yeah. I heard the second one I know I was like okay I know the second one's false and then I heard the third one I'm like okay this is a movie whatever well done I I've never seen that movie that's wild to even oh. come that close yeah. I just thought when would you put start put, when would we as humans have started putting prosthetics on dolphins eh, early 2000s that's kind yeah. of a yeah, it's a movie. Wow. I guess I'm going to start Googling my lies place. now. You yeah. have to Google your yeah. You don't Google your lies? No, I just write I Google them. every lie. That's as close case. as it gets. I just sit down and type a lie out. No, like, I, I Google just all the... of them just to make sure I'm not. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> all right, all right. From, from, oh. the, from the kind of sketchy oh. lie from triple Logan. Triple stump. <laughs> he the, got four The sketchy points. triple stump. He only got... Oh, he got the four total. Okay, where, who do you want to go next, Logan? Oh, oh, Spencer. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Cody. Oh, sorry. I thought it was guest choice. No, no, it is. It, it is. is. I always for. I, I, I don't know why he asked me. It's, I don't either. It's guest it's, choice. You're fine. Because I'm still angry at him. For Sp- Spencer's mad. No, I think it's funny. I was, I was That's like, just wild to me. Yeah. Like, I'm in shock right now that that yeah. this story I typed at 11 o'clock at night on my couch is that similar to true. a movie. While yeah. watching Dolphin Tale. That yeah, was apparently <laughs> true. No. <laughs> Yeah, I was not. I've never seen uh, that. I'm gonna ask Hannah. It's probably her favorite yeah, movie. <laughs> can we I've put a vote out that. there? Should Logan concede the points? That's I can put a issue. poll on the episode. Yeah, we need to. Okay. It won't matter. So here, I'm going survival. Okay, we got three options. You can either s- Lost at Sea, the Sahara Desert, or the Amazon Rainforest. Whoops. What do you guys think? See. 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 Because I hope it's the same story. The sea. You would change it. You'd see them like. <laughs> yeah. November seventeenth, two thousand twelve. Jose Alvarenga. Fake set, name. <laughs> <laughs> set off on a professional fishing trip with a young fisherman named Ezequiel Cordaba. They left from the fishing village in southern Mexico, and they planned to be out for about thirty hours hunting shark, tuna, and mahi mahi. A few hours into their voyage, a storm struck that lasted five days and blew them off course. Alvarenga called his boss on the ship to radio for help, but much of the rest of the boat's electronics had been disabled by the storm. Alone and without food or supplies, the two fishermen survived by eating raw fish, turtles, and jellyfish. They drank rainwater and turtle blood. As, week t- as weeks turned to months, Cordaba became severely unwell and died. Alvarenga then endured another nine months alone at sea until he eventually spotted a small island. Abandoning his boat and swimming to shore, he almost immediately met a local couple who alerted the authorities. What was the total time at sea? Yeah. I'm trying to do math, but I'm also caught up on the dolphin tail. 15 it, months? Yeah, long. It was 15 long. months at sea. This is very similar to another movie, Cast Away. Adrift. Oh, Adrift. Very similar. There's I, two of them. One of them dies. The other one still thinks they're there. It's actually their imagination, but very it parallels that story. Not that I googled mm. Dolphin Tail where you were telling that, but Dolphin Tail is actually the the boy in the story Sawyer is not based off a real person. There was no child connection okay. to the dolphin okay. in the movie, so that was actually creative justices on the movie part. And my story was even further. Logan's like, uh, yeah, I'm it's defending fine. that it's this fine. was Disney like, not movie studios. Anyway, it's okay. Logan at any time. Yeah, it's fifteen okay, months to see. I give it a one percent chance of being true, so that's probably it. That's probably actually true. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Do you want Sahara Did, Desert or Amazon River? On? I have no idea. Cody, how long can the human body survive on rainwater and turtle blood? Uh, well, rainwater and fish. <laughs> and turtle blood. I would think they'd be all right. Yeah. Okay. So believable. Turtle yes. Blood. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we going Sahara Desert or are we going Amazon Rainforest? Amazon. Okay. June nineteen seventy one, ecologists. Julian and Damien uh, Kopecki set out on a two-week research expedition in hopes of furthering their understanding of how life lives on the edge of the Amazon River. Unfortunately, on June 19th, Julian and Damien woke to water streaming in their tent. Over the next 36 hours, the Amazon rainforest would experience the heaviest rainfall of the decade, accumulating 113 inches of rain over a 36-hour period. The Kopeckis had no choice but to move off their intended course to find higher ground and, uh, and avoid the extreme flooding conditions. However, attempting to travel in the rain was nearly impossible, and as they began to flee, Damien slipped and broke his ankle. 
In desperation, Julian inflated their small emergency raft, pulled her husband in, and began floating down the river. Continually shoveling water out of the raft, they floated until the rain subsided. Now lost and very far from their original plan, they decided to continue to float in hopes of finding one of the cities along the river. Within a week of his plan, of their plan, the raft hit a rock under the rapids and tore a hole in the fabric, forcing them to abandon and continue the journey on foot. That plan was halted when Damien could not walk. Again in desperation, Julian went out and collected broken branches and vines and made a makeshift life raft, which they boarded and traveled for 12 days until they came across the city of Santorin, where they were rescued. Their total mileage traveled was a little over 450 miles. You know, when you said survival, I felt really confident because I watch a lot of survival movies. <laughs> and these first two have just been... Yeah, no. I mean, one's close to a movie. Two yeah. is just like a lazy river ride. With danger. A lazy river ride. <laughs> with danger noodles. <laughs> <laughs> the lifeguards are throwing things at you instead of trying yeah. to help you. <laughs> Your okay. lifeguard is a crocodile. Um, last one was Sahara. Sahara Desert, yep. All right. If you just retell the movie Sahara, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to know which one's false. <laughs> Mario Prosperi, an Italian endurance runner, got lost in the Sahara Desert in 1994. This keen athlete took part in the 1994 Marathon of the Sands in Morocco, a six-day-long endurance race in one of the most dry and barren environments on the planet. During the race, a a sandstorm caused Prospera to become disoriented and lose his way. One day after going off track, he found himself in an abandoned Muslim shrine in Algeria. In order to survive, he killed and ate off bats. For fluid, he was forced to drink his own urine and lick dew off the rocks. For nine days, he walked through the desert and ate insects and reptiles. Finally, he found a small village. From there, he was flown to a hospital where doctors said his liver had almost completely failed. Why would you race to the Sahara? Why would any sane person be like, yeah, that's my running ground? So, <clears throat> quick question. Yes. Cody, can you lift your computer off the table? Okay, can you set your computer on the ground? Oh my goodness, that's what that noise Whoa. was? Those computer fans. That is crazy. I was like, what is yeah, sorry, that? That's sorry. That's fine. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Next question. Matt, do you have any thoughts before you lock one in? Because I can ruin one of these, as he did for me. I'm heavily considering Sahara is false. But that one's true. That one's I'll, true. I'll ruin it for you. I've heard that story. Oh, my yep. goodness. And my only I, thought was, like, how does nobody, like, there to help out? Like, it's a, it's a freaking race. How yeah. do you not, like, have helicopters in the air and, like, I only do this land? because he did it to me, and he'll leave you two with a 50-50 chance, because I have no idea between the other <laughs> two. <laughs> That's where I was. I was yeah. really hoping you were eliminating a different one. Yeah, but. the Sahara one is 100% true. I've heard the story. You a standstorm hit. I wasn't positive, but I, w- I had strong feelings towards that one. Yeah. He ran, he found, like, whatever the, the Muslim... Uh, yeah, the temple or whatever The temple it was. that he used for shelter, like, do off rocks, drank his urine. Unbelievable story. Also very true. Um, the other two, I, I'm, I could flip I a might, coin. I might go with the first one. That's a long time at sea. Well, it's just... Melissa's leaving out details for the purpose of leaving out details to make him skeptical. I feel like the article he read it from would have told him which island. So the fact that he like doesn't have an island may may tell you that he just kind of said they kept drifting and then I need them to find an island to be rescued. It's also like the most unbelievable, which therefore means therefore it's true. <laughs> like that's where it's like I hate this so much because that's and like the other one was the Amazon where like insane amount of rain they pulled the the uh, lifeboat and they basically rowed the boat to a place yeah well kind of they had like over a course of 12 days where i struggle with that story is we're not talking about like the mississippi river experiencing an unusual amount of rain it always rains in the amazon so while it might have been a record amount how much more was that than what they're traditionally getting and it would really throw off their like who goes to the amazon doesn't expect rain it's fair well they had had research like yeah they had both like that one kind of just strikes me as weird, but the other one's more unbelievable. Like, I don't believe someone made it 15 months at sea. The problem is it's Spencer, and I, I need know. a point. <laughs> <laughs> Did we have a year on the first one? The Lost at Sea? Oh, good question. I should... 2012. Oh, I should have heard about that. 
I was just thinking of like the boat's capabilities of lasting yeah. and supporting him that long. But well, that he would have been floating. At that point. Yeah, as long as the storms aren't hurricanes. That I mean, the sea is pretty aggressive. So what ocean? I do not know. Oh. You don't know the ocean. The pas- the no, I don't know the ocean. Oh, he doesn't know the ocean. Oh no! I, is that the towel? I could is see that the false one right there. I could see the panic in his eye that says, "Do I lie to their face and say one?" And then he was like, "The pu- well, I said the south side. I think like I'm not really sure." Oh man, that's I that's hate the tough. fact that he could be playing us so hard right now. I can't overthink this. Locking in one. Okay. I can't continue to think about it. I'm not. I, I don't know the difference. Like I'm. I was leaning towards Logan, one, Cody, and I may be wrong on it. I'm locking in two. I'm not okay. giving you a sweep, and I don't believe the Amazon one. Okay. I'm with Logan. I'm locking in uh, Amazon. I, okay. I just lost. So the first okay. one is a hundred percent true, or not the first one? The uh, the, the Sahara Desert. Sahara one. Desert. Yeah. I read that and. I don't know why I find it funny, but why you would run the Sahara <laughs> Desert blows my days. mind. It was Are an you? organized race, and they didn't yes. have anybody yeah. there to help out. Yes, it's like a fifty-mile race through the blows Sahara. Blows my mind. So they don't have people the whole way along, like no. just start and finish. Well, yeah. yeah, but like you can still fly a helicopter blows, fifty miles. And find blows people. my mind. That's insane. Now to break my favorite heart, no. Logan's fortune troopers. Is that true? That is false. My story was false? No. You guys got it right. Yeah, right. Okay. Unfortunately, I got zero points because you're sticking. I'm not joking. Oh, yes! So here's, yes! here's my dilemma with the whole season. I feel like I fooled you guys a lot. I have yet fooled the guests. I think I fooled the guests like one time with my yeah. wife. And so it's like insane. The Amazon one, yeah. I looked up. I was looking up. I, I, I read 100 survival stories. And uh, I, I literally found her name. She did survive from a plane crash in lightning she was the yes. only survivor i've heard her story only and that was the story survivor. i was thinking you were going to tell us and that was why i was skeptical of it from the start so here's here's what i almost did yeah. i almost said i almost included uh julian got struck by lightning her plane went down but i was like they're not going to believe that she was the only survivor on a plane and if i would have said that you would have i would have heard that story and the sahara yeah story. and i would have gotten all points which yeah. really stinks but um, no, that one's. I looked up her name. I don't even think she, I don't know if she's married to a Damien. And I just so looked did up Logan. Just get another point, another five points yeah, so far. He's yeah, killing it. Yeah, he's here's, taking the lead. And here's the, the rain thing <laughs> that's actually the most rain I think is like 114 inches in a day. Yeah, no, I know they get a ton, but I couldn't believe it affected the geography that much because yeah. it's an area that constantly is under rain. Yeah. And so why would it cause instant flooding? Like if we got that in the States, the Mississippi River would flood like that where you're yeah. not ready. But that just, that geographical location is very sustainable terrain. Yeah. Oh, so I it, it, it struck me as weird. And the other one was so unbelievable. It had to be true. 15 months at sea. 15 months. Is that crazy? Unreal. I didn't want to get hung up on details, but the slipped and fell and broke their ankle kind of sounded like a weird way to break an ankle too. So I was like, yeah. that was my PT well kicking in. So. I appreciate that. Well played, Doc. <laughs> Okay. All right. I got zero, though. Yep. But at least Matt didn't get one. Guess got one. <laughs> Guess got one. Logan's got five. <laughs> yeah, Logan's won. Logan's officially pulled away. already won. We're not even going to keep tallying his points anymore. Okay, Matt. Hit us up. Start I you. am not prepared, and I'm. I, this right. is going to be bad, guys. Um, I'm ready. I know. Everyone's eyes are on me. Got three stories, as usual. One's called Tax Breaks. He sounds so defeated. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm just thinking you can like... You get a ton of points right here. I'm, I'm trying to think through like what my uh, stand-up comedy line is going to be. <laughs> this for, this uh, is a man that's debating between writing next week's episode and studying for the ACT. That's yeah. Right. yeah, this is... I'm like... <laughs> okay, what's up? I got to know my math and science all over again. Um, Listen, I have not gone up a point on you. We're still three points away. I know, but like I told you walking in this, I do not feel confident with these oh. stories. I'll guess okay. you're wrong on purpose. Oh my gosh, you're bummed. Okay. You're going to get it right. That's the problem. <laughs> okay, Matt, let's hear it. All right, I got tax breaks. I've got, oh, I can't buy that. And I got the greatest beer run. What do you want, Cody? Beer run. Amen. Beer Absolutely. Run. Okay. <laughs> is this based off a movie too <laughs> but yet slightly changed but yeah like ever yeah. so don't put it past me to change small details to not have to do a stupid date with a cardboard cutout. <laughs> <laughs> you bum okay let's go Matt have you ever been so tired any cold drink will do no well what is more tiring than fighting a nom during the Vietnam War probably not much 
Our story takes place on one fateful night during the anti-war protests in Viet. During anti-war protests about Vietnam, a group was conversing around their local bar when a conversation towards turned towards the Vietnam War. They talked about their friends, their neighbors, and others who they knew who were fighting in the war. And one gentleman suggested they should go to Nam, track down them boys, and bring them a beer. Well, Chicky Don Hu was up for the challenge. A former U.S. Marine Corps veteran found out, uh, found work on a cargo ship, packed his buffalo bag full of beer, and started his eight-week journey to have a drink with the boys. The first uh, three... On his list were easy. He found him the first day he got to Vietnam. The others would be a bit more challenging. He was able to get the general location of the others and would hitchhike on helicopters, face firefights, and see government corruption along his way. But nothing would stop him from delivering the final beers to his neighborhood boys. Okay. Hey, guys are crazy about their beer, so I can believe it. This is the exact sort of thing you would do if you were like, I don't know, a a Marine veteran and you didn't want to go fight because you said anti-war protest, but you do want to be there and support the boys. So yeah. Yeah. I okay. hope it's true. Go ahead. <laughs> Next one. You want to hear tax breaks or, Oh, I can't buy that. Cody tax breaks, tax mm. breaks, tax breaks. Chicago cook Maria Rodriguez has been able to secure tax breaks on her personal groceries by citing them as necessary for her professional development. (laughs) As a cook at a popular downtown restaurant, Maria is constantly striving to improve her skills and stay up to date on the latest culinary trends. She spends a significant portion of her income on high-quality ingredients and specialty items that she uses to experiment with new recipes and techniques in her home kitchen. Thanks to tax breaks, she's able to do a lot more practice than what the kitchen would allow her to, becoming better and better and honing in her craft. No, I believe this. You can write off anything if you're clever enough. Like, I hope the IRS isn't listening, but you can like, <laughs> write off anything. Um, if you itemize... Taking notes, right? If you anything. itemize and you own a business, there's no reason you shouldn't be writing off most of your daily expenses. That, that's just coming the from the wealth management advisor. <laughs> no, that's just, I mean, this is not financial advice. I need to say this very clearly because if I get audited because of this, taking it, gonna, <laughs> I'll try to, I'll try to throw a nice large slap. I am not a tax, <laughs> I am not a tax professional. This is not tax advice in any way, shape or form, but that stuff happens all the time. And that's why it's so generic. No, but could he yeah. make this up? Oh, hundred percent. You could make this up. I don't know if the names and date happen, but that sort of stuff goes down. Yeah. Like okay. you can write stuff off. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hundred percent possible. It's just a matter yeah. of if it actually, it actually is happening yeah. or if it is just from his mind. Yeah. Like, okay, are Matt. you writing groceries off? If you're not, think twice. <laughs> okay. Next one. The final one is, Oh, I can't buy that. A Georgia man has been arrested, has been sentenced to 36 months in prison after using COVID-19 relief money to purchase a rare Charizard Pokemon card. Um, Vinith Odomshine uh, was awarded an economic injury disaster loan for $85,000 after claiming to own a small business that supported 10 employees. Once Odith got the money, however, he used $57,789 of it to buy a Charizard card. This was a first edition shadowless and holographic Charizard card with a 9.5 gem, gem mint rating. Um, Vinith was ordered to pay $10,000 on top of the 85k in rest, mm, restitution and three years in prison. He will be, he'll have, after his three years, he'll have three years of supervised release. Um, and he did not get to keep the card. I feel like 57000 is cheap for this? that card. Cheap? Those are like a million. Wow. Really? Well, what it's only 9.5. No. Right. What was the 18-month thing at the beginning of that? I thought he was in jail. 36 for months. months. Okay. Uh, what are we going to say, Logan? This also happened a ton with COVID. This is another thing where I don't know if this story happened, but a lot of people took money and used it for random crap. Those PPP loans. Yeah. What was the first Those story? Those got abused. First story I read it was the beer run, the Vietnam beer. War. I believe uh, all these. Okay, I think the beer one's actually true. I feel like I've heard that before. I fell for that last time, and I don't know that I am again. <laughs> That's true, too. I'm one for two on that today, so. <laughs> Cody's like, I'm not confident in Spencer anymore. <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're new to this show, Spencer always thinks he knows it's true. So here's the dilemma. I hear these things, I'm like, I've heard them somewhere. I probably haven't. It just sounds like I have. <laughs> 
Okay. I, There's no worse feeling than telling a story and Spencer goes, I know that one's true, though, because then you actually question your life. Yeah. <laughs> you question it so hard. So, Says the dolphin tail boy. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Did they really take the money back if you didn't? Like, did you not have free reign on how you used that money? It had to go. There was spec, There was certain, like, restrictions. It had to go towards your business. Um, the PPP was payment protection and so, like, if you owned a small business, it had to go towards either business expenses or your employees' paychecks. Where he, where people got twisted, though, say I own a small business with three employees, I pay myself a hefty bonus. It's now employee paycheck, and then I use that to buy a, you know, Charizard card or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that's where people tried to twist it through and run it through. And when you're just handing out free money, yeah, it certainly got abused. So, so I first, believe it. The first one he bought a Charizard card for 57,000 yeah no the first one was the beer or not no no not the beer run. the next one i read was the, the uh, groceries yep yep right the other one i read was the charizard card i don't know this is the first one where i don't even have an idea i'm between two which one are you between i'm between the food and the charizard same where are you at cody i was thinking beer run or charizard oh i just want the beer run to be true yeah that's a, that's a cool story, and it's it's the wildest of them. The other two are so believable. One's has to be a lie. It's just which one? I feel like that Charizard, like the sale. He probably looked up. There was a recent Charizard card that was bought for a ridiculous amount of money. It was probably that he maybe just changed the background story of who bought it. Yeah, to very believable circumstances and the jail time because I know a lot of people got fined. Jail time is kind of weird to me. I yeah. I don't know that I'd heard of someone going to jail, but I know those cases are kind of just starting. They say when he was sentenced. Oh, I'm struggling here. I, I don't have that information. Okay. okay, that's fine. So he bought the... Me and dates. Um, I try to avoid those. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's been an Achilles heel in the past. <laughs> it's been my Achilles heel. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, where are you going? I you don't want, know. You want me to lock in first? You lock in first. I'll lock in first. Hit me with the Charizard card. <sighs> Charizard card? Yeah. Man, this one's tough. Wow. I'm, I'm torn on those two. Do you know the second one's true or something? I don't. I don't know that. It just It's just so plausible. My gut is screaming to go to the second one. Just, my head is saying Charizard. The second one would be so easy to write, too. Ooh, are we going to get a third uh, tutu train? No. There's no way all three of us jump on. But maybe. I'll let them decide. Wait, that'd be the fourth one? Well, we separated. We separated. We, we, did. On, okay. we separated on Spencer's. I was like, this is the first time we all went on, but we separated on Spencer's. I'm going to lock in Charizard card. Oh, oh, Spencer. Are you going to risk giving him three points? Because here's the thing now. It would make a very interesting final show. You have to think about <laughs> him getting minus one. If it's this, you could get one. He can get my. You got, you got to play your numbers here. My gut is screaming to go. T- oh, screw it. Charizard, lock it in. Lock it in. All three lock in Charizard. Greatest beer run. True. That's 100%. Yeah, that's that's true. They made a movie about it. I love it. They made a movie about it. It's Matt's on Apple too TV. happy. We all oh, got uh, smoked. Yeah, you all got smoked. It was the second one. Charizard's true. My, my gut was screaming, wow. screaming to go in the middle. Um, tax breaks was made up. Yeah. I'm sure people did do that, but yeah, that, that specific that person, that culinary chef. Yeah. No, good for you. Well done. No clue. My heart was literally saying, go the second one, but I was yeah. like, yeah, screw it. Let's do the other one. I just I hadn't heard jail time of anyone because I know Dang, people I got abuse, three in that episode. Yeah, yeah, we're tied, Matt. I know people abuse PPP loans, but I did not. I, I'd not heard jail time. I'd heard yep. payback fines. I've heard yeah, ten thousand restitution. Jail time on this story, I was like, yeah, that's <laughs> harsh. Yeah. But, I, but apparently, it's because I think it's because he made like he did never he never owned a business. Oh, so he, he completely never he made like that completely up. just really? like went for the eighty five k and then just wow. started yeah. spending oh, wow. it. Yeah, that's bad, bad because I, yeah. the people that at least own businesses, it becomes a little more sticky to trace don't like, quote me on that part of the story I, yeah. I didn't i think that's how it went <laughs> no that's good well let's tally him up we're well done we got a game matt Give and i are points. crawling at the bottom <laughs> that was a rough rough week for spencer have the guests really solidified second no, no because no. i had a terrible terrible game. <laughs> so, so what's the score? logan logan got five yep i got four yep 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 spencer and cody got one nice okay so that brings our totals to Logan at 30. We Which, can't even he can't up. lose. He can't lose. Uh, loses one from the guest. If I have a minus one, we week, get, it's still reachable. Now we so you get six? No, no, no we can't get six. Because the next guest isn't oh, you, telling stories. You're right. You're so right. You know, you, yeah. You've solidified first place. You're good not, job. Good job, Logan. 
I'll be wearing my um, winner shirt next Spencer episode. and I are tied at 22. Yep. Our guests are at 21. Wow. Good for so them. So the, the, everybody that's, you know, not Logan is very close. Yeah. <laughs> Good okay. for them. Okay, well, we'll catch you next week to see who yes. scratches out the bottom, Matt or I. Dun, Cody, dun, dun. thank you for joining yeah, us. Man. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thanks Hope for you enjoyed me. your time. It was a blast. It was. Catch you next week. As always, we'll see you guys next week. Toodaloo. Bye.